The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Yeah, I'm too smooth. Yeah, I feel like I'm oiled up. Yeah, you know? Yeah. A little trying to maneuver, get through the tight spots. But I'm not a rapper. But I'm not a rapper, though. <laughs> yeah. And actually, the legend has it. He's back. Who's back? Uh, what's his face? Oh, the guy who made the meme? Yeah. The, the what is his name? Bars? I don't know. <laughs> his name's like Bars or something. I'm not a rapper. <laughs> Double heat. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, yeah. that is not our subject for today. <laughs> it's a very interesting segue, but not our subject. Hey, keywords though. We, and the audience should know this, we are seed oil disrespecters. We definitely are. And why is that though? Why There's a lot we? of reasons, but let's cover the basics, okay? Okay, I'm down. Seed oils, another term for them are vegetable oils. Sure. And as we've mentioned previously in other episodes, just because they have the word vegetable in it does not mean it's They're healthy. healthy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So let's get into what are vegetable oils. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into the specifics later, but... I'm down. Vegetable oils are essentially heavily refined polyunsaturated fats that the human body was not designed to consume. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Usually are, so there are different, there are three different types of fats. There's polyunsaturated and each one is a rabbit hole in and of itself. So there's a lot of nuance within them. Polyunsaturated, monounsaturated, Mm -hmm. and saturated. Those are the three types of fats, right? If you look at the evolutionary lens of how we evolved as a species, our diets are supposed to be, they're supposed to have a one-to-one ratio of polyunsaturated to saturated fat, okay? Gotcha. The modern diet, standard American diet, that ratio has exploded from one saturated fat, or or better yet, omega-3 and Mm omega-6, one to 24. So how we're supposed to live is one-to-one. Yeah. Nowadays, now, it's, it's 1, one to 24. 24. Think about that. Oh, my God. If you know anything about numbers, that's a high number. Yeah. <laughs> that's a you very high never, number. You never want to uh, have any ratio like mm-hmm. that when it comes to health. Mm-hmm. You know, 1 to 24. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And just for clarification purposes, omega-3 is what we usually associate with um, healthy forms of polyunsaturated or saturated fats. Mm-hmm. While omega-6 is primarily... The polyunsaturated. Okay. Gotcha. I know it gets very confusing for people who aren't like into reading this, this stuff. every day. Yeah, generally surrounded by it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like, this is something I want to cover, mm-hmm. which is the evolutionary perspective, as I mentioned before. Sure. So, as human beings, we evolved to consume primarily animals, mm-hmm. animal products, right? So, because we would consume animal products within you know, the past millennia or so, those animal products mainly have saturated fat 
healthy versions of polyunsaturated fat, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So things that vegetable oil will mimic, for example. Well, it, it gets confusing here because there are different, like there are polyunsaturated fats found in sardines, for example, yes. in fish, but those are healthy forms of the fat that your body actually recognizes. Whoa. Whereas if you have like industrial processed vegetable oil, mm -hmm. that's highly oxidized, unhealthy forms of polyunsaturated fat. Gotcha. So my point is this, to make it very simple, is that when we evolved, we had very little amounts of this or polyunsaturated fat within our diets. Mm -hmm. But now as we've progressed into industrial revolution, um, you know, mechanizing a lot of the food supply and all that stuff, we've put, I mean, big food has basically put polyunsaturated fat and vegetable oils within everything. And I'm sure you can think of a lot of foods that have them. Like what are some examples in your mind? Uh, polyunsaturated? Let's just yeah. vegetable oil. So soybean, canola, uh, safflower, sunflower. Yeah, cottonseed, anything. Grapeseed, literally anything. Yeah. Anything that's sunflower oil. What is it? Anything that's vegetable-based, man. Not just that. I, I mean, barbecue I, sauce, ketchup, soda. Dude, cu cup noodles. Soda. Pop tarts. Dude, your favorite snacks. That's the thing. Right? When we think of Doritos, we think of Doritos. We don't think of what's in it. Of course. Um, it, it's so funny. I love that we're doing this episode right now. Because last week, I actually went through my cupboard. And I checked everyone's supply. And I'm like, what? What are we eating? What am I eating? Yeah. You know, when someone tells me, here, have this, do you think about it? Or do you just eat it? <laughs> no, you just eat it for the most part. You just part. eat it. Yeah. So, I mean, I like delightful things. So I'm not going to be too overboard about it. I'm going to have it if someone offers me mm -hmm. something, whatever. But if I have, if I look in my cupboard, I'm going to start throwing things out because yeah. I realize everything that I, you know, liked or got through the day with or whatever most likely had at least soybean. Mm -hmm. Soybean, uh, cottonseed, a lot of it has a lot of outer shell stuff on the food that you eat yeah. that is made of these oils. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily the food itself. It could be what it's cooked with, what it's uh, glazed with, whatever it is. And it's, it's insane to me that pretty much, I would say 90% of my food had something to do with vegetable oil. Oh, I would easily say 90% of the food supply has it. Oh, man. Has it, some form of vegetable oil within it. Is it is terrifying. Mm -hmm. But my question is this. Um, is this only in America? Or is this across the world? This is everywhere. Because I've seen memes, like, for example, like the Indian meme we saw. You know, I don't know who the hell made so it. So let me, let me bring it up. It's, this meme is, why am I always sick Indian starter pack? <laughs> now, it is, it is by no means racist. This is just an observational... Yeah. Um, it, it's an observation based off of what types of fats and oils that they actually use. So they use a lot of corn oil, Crisco, yeah. canola, and that's one of the main reasons why they are so skinny fat as a population. Yeah, so as you can see, it's more like, it feels like the skin holds more fat, right? Mm -hmm. And rather than being bulky and big in, as a whole because of the the saturated fats or the unsaturated fats? No, no, no. Unsaturated. So... But this is where we dive into seed a lot oils. Of the science. Okay, so now, okay, gotcha. We have to go That's very it. slow I'm here. Yeah, because I'm it just, can get I'm confusing. really just picturing the picture, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like the brands of things that they use, which we yeah. are probably familiar with. So, let me explain one of the main reasons why vegetable oil is so detrimental to the human body. Mm -hmm. 
there is a concept called oxidation when it comes to a specific type of fat that you consume. Saturated fat, which is found in animal products, let's say raw milk, grass-fed meat, that sort of stuff, that, that type of fat is highly resistant to heat and oxygen. Okay? But, so when you consume it, it does well within your body. Okay. It doesn't damage it. Mm-hmm. Contrary to popular belief, which, you know, society has tried to let us to believe. Yeah. Vegetable oil, on the other hand, is highly oxidized, meaning it is already damaged and it does not react well with high oxygen, high heat environments such as the human body. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's really just low grade. It, it's low just grade garbage. Oil. Yeah. And the crazy thing about this is that if you look at the process by which vegetable oil is made, let's say canola oil, for example, mm-hmm. it goes through like a 24-step process using hexanes. Um, they bleach it. They do all sorts of shit to it. And what's even more insidious is that these food companies will uh, odorize it and then add a different color to it so that it seems like a high-quality product once you see it on the shelf. Mm. But in reality, it's completely damaged. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you consume it, it leads to a whole cascade of health effects. Yeah. Um, but that's the main, that's the foundation of it. They're just unstable fats that do not do well within your body. Mm-hmm. So you have to know the process of what's happening once you put it into your body, mm-hmm. right? Like why, what's going on, blood clots, you know, yeah. um, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, another important point I want to bring up is the reason why this whole thing started is because there was a an American physiologist who studied the influence of diet on human health uh, who went by the name of Ansel Keys. Okay. And I think he he did this research in like the 50s or 60s when heart disease was really starting to ramp up. But essentially he did a seven-country observational study. Mm -hmm. And he made these connections between different countries and the rates of heart disease and what type of fats they would consume, right? Yeah. This is where uh, society started to demonize saturated fat, all that sort of stuff. But in reality, it wasn't a seven-country study. It was a 22-country study. And he cherry-picked those specific countries to make Mm. it look like saturated fat was associated with heart disease. But it's not. Mm. And then ever since that point, society ran with it. Yeah, so it seems like there's a bunch of tricks from every angle, almost. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, we were led to believe, I mean, the thing is, is like growing up, all I can remember is, you know, when we had fried things or whatever, yeah. it was always vegetable oil. So you associated vegetable oil with the food that I eat for lunch. Like, how else am I going to cook my food? You know, that's, it kind of made sense for a while. Mm-hmm. But then um, the more information, the more research that came out, it, it got me to ask more questions like, is it truly the end of the world if you have a little bit of it? Is this something that you can have occasionally? Is this something that you need to eliminate forever? Does this, uh, you know, does does this go into factoring in that you can change your DNA because of it? Mm-hmm. Um, what's going on? Like, so how let, detrimental and how much of it can you realistically have? Because I do know that, you know, both sides are extreme. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. you can't have it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But I think it's better to have it whatsoever if you really crave it. Yeah. Better than nothing at all. Here's the tricky thing about that logic. Sure. 
considering, let's go back to the ratio that the average person in the world has, okay? Especially the average American. One, omega-3, one to 24 omega-6 within yeah. their, their, within their bodies, mm-hmm. right? So this whole idea of balance, I think you have to throw out the window because everything is saturated in this vegetable oil. Mm. So if 90% of your diet is whole foods, contains no vegetable oil whatsoever, I don't think it's a problem. If you have the occasional meal that has it, yeah. I'm not a believer in like being militant about it. Yeah. But you have to keep that context in mind mm-hmm. because most people can't afford to consume more vegetable oil. Yeah, it's the theme of your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that would answer a lot of questions for a lot of people. Because right now, in the midst of it all, like you've seen a lot of TikToks, you see a lot of things going on online about, you know, black seed, this, this seed oil, don't do this, stick to avocados, are avocados BS? We don't know. Like there's so many questions <laughs> just rolling around, right? Yeah. So, yeah. You got to remember, I think, that at the end of the, at the, end of the day, um, we, I mean, everyone wants to collect views. We want to collect money. We, we're all after the same, essentially the same things. So just recognize what's true and what's not. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I wouldn't say it's the end of the world to have these things, but just make sure that your life headline or theme is generally a good starting line for yeah. health, right? Like you're, you have your weekly nutrition. I wouldn't say even daily, like weekly, right? Yeah. And just take care of yourself. Take care of your body. If you can mm-hmm. do that, you can have Chick-fil-A twice a week. Who cares? Well, who cares? It's not the end of the world. But if you base it off of like, yo, breakfast, lunch, and dinner is Chick-fil-A and I'll have the occasional nutrition, mm-hmm. that's horrible. And yeah. I like I can easily say I've lived like that. And you think it's correct. It does depend on context because if you're somebody who already struggles with health issues, yes. if you have, let's say, an autoimmune disease, you have psoriasis, eczema, you can't afford to have Chick-fil-A two times a week. Yeah, and that's exactly why I emphasize it has to be like the headline of your life or the theme of it, right? Mm-hmm. The narrative is literally, I am a healthy individual that likes to eat junk food on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> sure. Because yeah. 90% of your time, you're, you're chilling. Sure. Yeah. I can see that. Um, but does it take away from how sucky it is? No, dude, sucky. it's so detrimental. Yeah, because the so, things I'm reading, dude, you, don't, you do not want leaky gut. You do not want heartburn. You do not want a really crappy intestine mm-hmm. line. <laughs> let's, let's get into some of the damaging uh, effects that vegetable oils have within the human body. Yes, explosives. We so love we're going to get into a little bit of, of science here, but <laughs> I'll go slow just to, to make sure that everything makes sense, right? For sure. So one of the main reasons why vegetable oil is so damaging, mm-hmm. we mentioned... The oxidation in terms of fat content. Now let's go to mitochondrial dysfunction. Sure. So within every cell, you have mitochondria, mm-hmm. which is the powerhouse of the cell. That's how you actually produce energy. Yes. When you consume a vegetable oil, that directly damages the mitochondria and therefore damages the cell. Mm. That is not good. And over time, as you start to consume these oils, this is the really crazy thing. Your body doesn't know what to do with them. And when you consume a fat, it actually stores that fat within the, within the cell. It creates the cell membrane out of the fat. Yeah. So it's like etched and embedded in there. Yep. Fat. Mm-hmm. Um, so over time, you start to notice a lot of like nasty side effects when it comes to your health. And 
also another thing that it leads to is chronic inflammation. Mm -hmm. Inflammation, now inflammation is not necessarily bad. There are certain things like exercise, sauna use, cold exposure that cause inflammation, but that's acute forms of inflammation. When it comes to chronic, that's what causes chronic disease. Yeah. I mean, I would have to imagine that it's, that vegetable oils are probably affecting us differently, whether we're kids or adults. It's going to differ, I think. And when I think of kids, I think of like they're still growing. Sure. So their body is actively seeking for essentials, vitamins, minerals, mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. And think again, how we grew up and the things we eat, vegetable oils, 90% of your diet. That's crazy. Yeah. So what is that? Do you, do you truly believe that, you know, some of us missed out on like height? or more growth, or hmm. any of that? I think there's a re very real possibility because everything is connected. The, the body is one system. Yeah, like you would like to believe it, mm -hmm. right? I, don't, I have no hardcore evidence, but seems about... Just look at kids these days. I think they're getting fatter and they're getting bigger, dumber. Bigger, fatter, and dumber? Yeah. My big, fat, dumb wedding. Oh my God. <laughs> my big, fat, dumb child. <laughs> Uh, I've been having like squeaks when I laugh. I don't know what's wrong with me. Too much vegetable oil. Nah, dude. It's, it's the vaccines. I'm telling you. <laughs> don't say that for YouTube. All right. We're going to have to bleep that out. Jesus. Anyway. All right. Let's, yeah. let's get that, into. I, I do find that completely like fascinating that you are actually embedding your DNA in your genes and your cells with basically saying, hey, fat, 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 fat. It's not just embedding. It's damaging DNA. So it's, it's damaging it, is yep. what you're saying, too. Yep. Wow. It's aging you faster or quicker. Mm. Yeah. It, it, it makes me think of, like, just people that struggle with baby fat till this day or, you know, things like that. I don't believe it's... Do you really believe it's baby fat? Well, I mean, I don't funny know. enough that you mentioned this, because I'm actually going to get into a study that explains that. why the quality of fat is so important when it comes to your consumption. Mm. So there was a... So this is the headline. The amount of PUFAs, polyunsaturated fatty acids, in the American diet fattens up mice without additional calories. Huh. So this study looked at the effects on obesity of substituting linoleic acid, which is the main um, form of fat found in vegetable oils, yeah. uh, compared to saturated fat in the form of coconut oil. Mm. Okay, so linoleic acid versus saturated fat. In other words, stearic acid. So this study used coconut oil as the main source of saturated fat for both groups of mice mm -hmm. um, who consume the same amount of calories. Okay. But the mice who got 8% of their calories from linoleic acid got significantly fatter than mice who got 1% of their calories from lin linoleic acid. The mice in the experiment getting 60% of calories from fat are not fatter than the mice given 35%. So overall dietary fat level made no difference as long as the bulk of it was saturated fat. So let's put pe two people together. Mm -hmm. You have a 20-year-old who consumes saturated fat only. A 20-year-old who consumes mostly vegetable oil. Okay. This 20-year-old who consumes saturated fat is going to have a lean physique, uh, no additional fat, 
accumulation with on the body, right? Mm-hmm. This one, even though his calories, even though both calories remain the same, this one's going to get much fatter. The person who consumed vegetable and oil. quicker, just because of the effect that vegetable oil has on fat metabolism, fat regulation, burning fat, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's just annihilating the way your body is supposed to work. So think of like it obviously has to do with digestion and our our first of all our body doesn't really digest oils well enough, right? The wrong type of oils. The wrong type of oils. Mm-hmm. So what you want to do is basically avoid these oils and put the good shit in so that your body doesn't react negatively and actually can have a smooth sail. So this is how I look at the body. It's kind of like treat it well and give it good things because as it's running just like a car if you're feeding it good things it's going to keep running healthy Mm -hmm. right you're not going to have many issues it's going to have like more better consistency day to day with getting you places yeah you need to get yourself places so it's like feed yourself the good stuff avoid that nasty oil so that you don't gunk up and just have consistency issues with Mm -hmm. running day to day and it's that's what oil is, man. It's like, it's just so nasty. Just picture vegetable oil just sizzling everywhere. And you're, you're eating, like, when you think of fries, they're pockets of oil. Perfect example. Fries, yeah. Any fried They're food. pockets of oil, dude. And it's like, uh, I don't know, man, but after my surgery, it's kind of like, you just look at it differently. And I'm really trying to learn this better as a language. In how to operate while, you know, having your four to five meals a day. Yeah. And, yeah, oil, you just need to look at it as like, dude, this thing is kind of like, it just looks for any sponge of a food to stick to Mm -hmm. and it will destroy you. Yeah. It'll, and that's what it does. Think of your body as a sponge too. So your oil is going to, that oil is going to stick to you somehow. It doesn't flush out once you take a crap. No, it's... It's it's a long process. It is a long process. And that's the problem. So if you're having it consistently, it's not take it doesn't come out of your system. You're you keep feeding into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the consistency that we want to break. We don't want the consistency of olive or sorry, olive oil. You want <laughs> olive oil. <laughs> you don't want vegetable oil. You don't want sunflower oil. You don't want grapeseed. You don't want mm-hmm. any of that nasty crap. I'll list them. Yeah. Uh, towards the end of the video once we, you know, actually for put sure. up the challenge for you guys. Yeah. But also, if you're a man mm-hmm. who cares about testosterone levels. You know I do. God damn. Dude, I have a note right there. <laughs> Literally right there. It says, uh, take your zinc. And then it says, uh, retain. And then it says. Retain. And then it literally. And then there's like another one that literally says, high T, baby. High tea, baby. Yeah, so obviously, so yeah, you know, like, testosterone is very, it's a very important hormone for both men and women, actually, but more so for men. Yeah. And there was a study done which showed that, uh, which showed testosterone lowering, lowering activity of canola and hydrogenated seed oil in stroke-prone, spontaneously hypertensive rats. What? So, yeah. okay. obviously, so this, this study is only focusing on rats that, have a higher chance of having a stroke. Okay. But the same thing applies physiologically. Mm. Like if you consume these oils on a consistent basis, you can almost be sure that your testosterone is going to be declining. And funny enough, ever since the introduction of these oils, um, industrially, rates for male testosterone 
are at their like all time low. Yeah. Like this year as we speak. Wow. Impressive. I'm yeah. like, I'm impressed by how low. <laughs> no, super low. Yeah. Because it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. It should not be like that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. What else do we have? Um, you mentioned how, you know, the car analogy, car gunks up. Yes. So vegetable oil is actually high in, I don't know how to pr- pronounce this, but it's A-R-U-C-I-C. Uh, maybe arusic. Arusic. Arusic acid. Okay. So it's a fatty acid associated with heart damage, high blood pressure, and blood clotting. Okay. So this is, so, I think this is the crux of the heart disease situation here. It's like, ever since the introduction of vegetable oil and the increased consumption, heart disease has exploded. Heart disease, stroke, all sorts of stuff like that. High cholesterol, damages, that kind of stuff? Yeah. 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 Um, and based off of erucic acid, we can we can assume that the reason why people's arteries are so stiff, the reason yeah. why they're having so much blood clotting is because of the introduction of these vegetable oils. Mm. And sticking with it. And sticking with it. It's the bigger yeah. issue, I think. It's the biggest issue. Yeah. I don't know. But I would take this as a tip for anyone that's listening. But try to really think about the reality of the language you have built a relationship with, with food and truly ask yourself, what do you focus on when it comes to food? Do you focus on feeding yourself or, or your flavor profile and your, or your craving, your, your craving and your, yeah. and your, your tongue, you know, mm-hmm. what are you really feeding? And it kind of, that's just kind of how it starts. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Uh, I think this is the last, the last thing that I'll mention before we get into the, like the actual, 30-day challenge for for the audience. So vegetable oil is worse than refined sugar. Mm. It's a big statement, but I think it makes sense mechanistically when you think about your your actual body. Your body is capable of handling sugar. That's why we have insulin to lower the amount of sugar within the bloodstream. So it hates breaking it down, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's as damaging as other things yeah i mean it depends on the context of the individual if you're a type 2 diabetic obviously your body is not can't handle it well yeah that's just your body type but it goes back to what i mentioned before about how your cell membranes are made of of the fat that you consume so if you the reason why it's so bad worse than sugar is because your body doesn't know what to do with it and as a result it makes your body out of the those types of fats okay and that leads to all sorts of dysfunction yeah Anything else for you? No, I'm just fascinated by this whole thing because it's just like, it's really deeper than it is. It's just like vegetable oil, like I said earlier, sticks to you and it sticks in you. Think of like your intestines is a physical thing. Okay. So when things are going through it, things are sticking there, man. Mm -hmm. You can have a peanut and it might not come out for two weeks because it's been (laughs) stuck in some edge. You don't know that. (laughs) I, I don't see the inside of it. So think of it in that way. Like put yourself in that perspective. And be like, okay, if I'm going to have something terrible, let me wash it down with water or let me help it out, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is. And I think the more you think like that, the more you start to realize that, hey, I really do feel like crap when I have this. Yeah. Right. I feel it right here Mm -hmm. somewhere. Right. Because it really is there. So it's like, don't deny it. And just you can change it. You just stop having oil. 
And there are a lot more detrimental effects that I haven't mentioned, mm -hmm. um, but hopefully this makes sense to you guys because we're yeah. obviously still learning about this subject. Yeah, we want this to be like an intro into the world that we have been diving into and yeah. kind of just like been testing out within our own lives as well. Mm -hmm. But this is where we get into the fun part. Mm. The, the 30 day, day no challenge. Vegetable oil challenge, yes. okay? Yeah. So for a month straight, the challenge that we propose to you is that you cut out all consumption of vegetable oils. It's gonna be a big change but it's gonna be one where you see the most positive health results within your life. Mm -hmm. So here are the ground rules. What do we mean by complete elimination of vegetable oils? These are the oils you want to avoid completely. Canola oil, soybean oil, corn oil, safflower and sunflower oil, cottonseed, grapeseed, sesame, and palm. It's like 10 right there. Let's see, two, four, six, eight, nine. Nine, very good. Those very are the good. oils you completely want to avoid for the next 30 days. Now here's where people get confused. What do you replace those oils with, considering that you cut them out, right? Mm -hmm. This is what you replace them with. Grass-fed butter, ghee, which is a, a, a clarified form of butter, extra virgin olive oil, duck fat, tallow, Coconut oil, avocado oil. Mm -hmm. Those are the things you're replacing those the previous oils with. Um, other than that, I think it's very it's valuable for people. I think it's necessary actually for people to check the ingredient list on every single food item they purchase. Yeah, one hundred percent. Even before purchasing it, make that a habit. Just look at it. As a rule of thumb, if it has, uh, if it has an ingredient label at all probably has vegetable oil, 90% chance. Mm. So you wanna aim for whole foods. You wanna aim for fruits, um, Yeah. You know certain types of meat. So it's interesting. What's gonna happen is you're gonna be like, there's no way, there's no way this has seed oil. And then sure enough, turn it yeah. over. And you're like, how? Everything from salsa to barbecue sauce to salad, salad dressings and chips are the two biggest offenders. I will disrespect them till the day <laughs> I die. I do not care. Yeah. But where can they find this 30-day challenge? Well, actually, I'm not done. Oh, you're not done? We have, okay. we have another Sweat. thing to mention. Sweat. Also, this is going to be a tough one for you guys. Mm -hmm. Absolutely no restaurants unless you specifically ask them to use butter instead of vegetable oil. Because most restaurants use vegetable oil for their cooking. Um, <laughs> you're giving them that look, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Absolutely no. <sighs> yeah, I mean, just restaurants, it's very easy. Even if you ask them to use butter, you just don't know if they're actually using butter. Yeah, you don't know what's going on back there. So that's why we yeah. highly recommend it. For a month, try it out. Like genuinely try it out. Just don't go to restaurants. Cook your own food at home. Make it work. Um, yeah. I don't eat out because of the oils or anything. It's just kind of like, I don't know what they're doing back there. You'll save money too. You'll most likely save money. That's true. You will save money. And Other, yeah. you'll learn to actually love and appreciate home-cooked meals. Mm -hmm. You will love and appreciate the process of going out and buying yourself like a half a chicken and then just marinating it and then... You know, doing all that. Yeah. But in terms of like the question you asked, where can you find this 30-day uh, no seed oil challenge? This yep. is, we, we came up with this. 
So if you ever get stuck, refer back to this episode. You can always ask us questions. Yeah, we're always here. But I guarantee you, you'll have less body fat. You'll think more clearly. You'll mm-hmm. get better sleep. You'll have better training sessions. Mm-hmm. What else? Well, I ha- I'm a prime example of this. Better I'm digestion. actually, I am new to this. I'm new to this and I have put this to the test. So I am past 30 days now. I'm now on day 100 something, mm-hmm. 107, whatever. And dude, you, you, you have said it yourself. You've been hitting the gym. No, I have not been. I've only, I don't hit the gym because I've only been hitting it like two or three times a week. That's nothing. So it's like, for me, I'm kind of just staying active. That's all I'm trying to do. But I eliminated all oils. Okay. And I've been having only avocado, like actual avocados and then olive oil. Well, let's be precise here. Not all oils. This is where we get into the the actual- Seeds. Just seeds. Only vegetable oil. Eliminate only vegetable oil. Only vegetable oil. Yes, but in my case, I eliminated, I started with vegetable oil mm-hmm. and I ended up just eliminating most of them. Yeah. Just, you know, to make my stomach happier because yeah. it's still oil. Uh, but anyway, regardless, my body is now like the parts that I struggled with where they had fat a lot, gone. Like yeah, gone. Like I can see like my back shoulder now. Mm-hmm. All right. My arm has gotten smaller, but it was hidden behind fat. So damn right, it's going to get smaller, but I am tighter now. Like mm-hmm. my skin does not feel loose. Yeah. I don't know if you guys can see this. <laughs> <gasps> and then yet. another important point, because you've mentioned extra virgin olive oil a lot. Most conventional brands, yes. most people don't know this, most conventional brands of olive oil are actually cut with soybean or canola oil. So they will say it's 100% olive oil, but through certain legalities, through loopholes, they're able to add to mix it in. Yeah, so the virginity is not real. The vir- No, the virginity is the most important part. I know, but like, w- w- so they can actually <laughs> claim it's 100% yeah. virgin olive oil and then just be like, it's canola? Well, no, they, they won't claim that specifically. They'll only say it's olive oil. That's why I emphasize oh. you want extra virgin olive oh, oil okay. in a dark bottle sourced 100% yeah. from a certain place. Gotcha. Extra virgin. And it'll be more expensive, but it's worth it. Yep. And yeah, you heard it here, folks. That's all I'm going to say. And we do have a 30-day challenge, and it starts now. I'm not wearing a watch, but now. It starts now. I'll look at my watch. I'm not wearing. <laughs> Your beaded watch. Wait, wait. Three, two, one. It starts now. Yep. starts now. And it has officially started, guys. So yeah, we will um, let you be and just... We have like the freaking another similar episode coming out. Yeah. Let us know how at the end of this month, for those who've actually followed it strictly, let us know what sorts of changes you've seen, how you feel. um, And also share this with everybody who doesn't know about the detrimental effects of vegetable oil. Exactly. And if you found this helpful, go follow us on YouTube at the 2AM Podcast. We're also available on all major streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So if you don't, if you don't mind, go us go. I can't even talk today, Jesus. Anyway. Go and follow us on Spotify. Give us a five star review and follow us on Apple Podcasts if you use that. That would help us out a lot. And yeah, just stay tuned. We're gonna have another special episode coming out pretty soon. It's probably gonna be number one forty three. Yep. But uh, we will catch you next time, guys. Stay Peace. tuned.